This is what I have seen to be good. It's fitting to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with which one toils under the sun. From the book of Ecclesiastes, around 450 to 180 BCE. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanaja Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for January 12th to 19th, 2018. The Farmer's Almanac is calling it the New Old Moon. And just for you uh, astronomy fans, this will be a, the next full moon will be a blue moon because we had one full moon already in January. So here are some natural events for this quarter moon. One good thing about having a bitter cold snap early in the winter is this. From now on, unless it gets down to 20 below and stays there for two weeks, anything the season can throw at us will look mild compared to what we've already been through. We're hardened off good and proper. Bitter cold is particularly hard for those who work outside or keep animals. Machinery gets cranky, may even break or at least refuse to run, but the animals must be fed and watered regardless of the weather. Chores that may take an hour when it's milder may take two or three when it's so cold. But we learn from it, and next time it happens, maybe we'll be better able to handle it. Unnatural events would be plastic picket fences, but more on that in a moment. Here's a field and forest report. Some outdoor work is best done in winter, particularly orchard work and woods work. In the orchard, it's pruning time because the sap is down in the roots of the trees and less likely to freeze and damage the living bark around pruning cuts. And there's less chance of infection since disease organisms are inactive in cold weather. In the woods, it's cutting and skidding out logs for lumber or for firewood. Winter cut wood needs less time to season since the sap is down, and skidding is much easier over frozen ground. And what's more, the trees are asleep. Their leaves are gone, their sap has been drawn down to their roots, maybe they even feel less pain. For the saltwater report, plastic lobster traps, but more on that in a moment too. Here's a rank opinion. Maybe I've told you about how our family has a numbering system for their favorite rants. So they don't have to repeat the entire rant every time it comes up. They just call out its designated number so as not to bore each other with the whole load. It would be a great blessing to everyone, wouldn't it, if politicians and pundits everywhere would only adopt this simple system. We know what you're going to say. Save your breath and our blood pressure. So after the following rant, your commentator will endeavor to follow that eminently sane example. Maybe. Now, about those plastic picket fences and plastic lobster traps and the like. Maine is the most forested state in the U.S., with over 17 million acres of woods, including vast expanses of softwoods such as spruce, fir, and cedar, 
and hardwoods, such as oak, maple, and birch. Now we want our food to be produced locally and we may even be willing to pay a little bit more for it because it's good for the local economy, creates jobs, keeps money in the community, and we all know that. Then why don't we insist that other products be produced locally? We desperately need jobs for Maine families. Unemployment and underemployment with all their ills like poverty, hunger, addiction, and domestic abuse are too high. So what do we do? We buy plastic picket fences. At one time, the cold months in New England were spent manufacturing berry boxes, fruit boxes, fish boxes, lobster traps, lobster boats, shingles, clabberds, pickets, lattices, moldings, gutters, doors, windows, lumber and firewood, and many other products from local sources for local use. Now these products are shipped in from who knows where while our workers waste away. It does not have to be this way. Small-scale local agriculture is booming in Maine. Why not small-scale locally sourced manufacturing? Foolish fantasy or possible plan? Your comments are welcome. Finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around. The first from Ann Landers, 1918 to 2002. Opportunities are usually disguised as hard work, so many people don't recognize them. And from Simon Sinek, born 1973. Working hard for something you don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something you love is called passion. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>